0: You, monster, we've trekked a thousand miles across starless seas, blighted mires, and forests without end, all in seeking you to ask you a question. What are you looking for in an apartment? Would you be a good Cub Scout leader? Can I ride you, or would that be disrespectful? Should I invest in subterranean realty? Do you find it sexy when I T-pose and spin in a circle? Every episode of Finding Monster Right has us asking questions like these, about monsters from folklore, pop culture, and our own world. Join us as we meet alien allies, cryptic comrades, and friendly fiends. After all, it's not just a show about monsters, right? Right. Finding Monster Right. We found you, now you find us. One could consider me an elected official. I am elected by the general consciousness and uh, conscienciousness of those around me. That hey, uh, that uh, spooky thing in the woods. I think that's the the Ozark Owl.
1: Hi, you're listening to the Gorgon Show. A podcast about being a monster in a human world. I'm your host, Penny Cephalonia, and I'm a Gorgon. We have another question from a human listener. Spud Chucker82 asks What do Gorgons eat? I like scrambled egg whites with hot sauce.
2: Donuts!
1: No, Duncan, we don't eat only donuts. What Gorgons eat is, well, as varied as what humans eat. I can't say what all of us eat in the same way you couldn't say all humans eat scrambled egg whites with hot sauce, Spud Chucker. I think egg whites aren't insulted chickens, but everybody likes what they like, you know? I don't know any chickens, and neither do you, Forbes, but thank you for caring about their little chicken feelings. Now, I know that some humans think we Gorgons have snake tongues in our mouths, but we have the same kind of tongues that humans do. Which means we have the same kinds of taste buds. And our digestive systems are the same, so we can and do eat what you eat. I know you like sushi, Penny, and it's like so cute when you wrinkle your nose when you've eaten a piece of kapamaki with too much wasabi on it. I like a lot of different foods, even the ones that burn my sinuses. But my cousin Theo eats the same exact thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. That the cousin that eats oatmeal every morning? Yes. It's really inexpensive to buy him brunch, I'll give him that. Now, my friend Iris is vegetarian because she locked eyes with a cow once and turned it to stone, and she felt so bad about that that she could never eat another hamburger. So, as you can see, Spud Chucker 82, Gorgons eat all kinds of things. Now, our snakes, on the other hand, do have a more specialized diet. Some Gorgons let their snakes hunt and eat whole live mice, but my snakes are too small for that. We did try it once, though. Zappa kept telling the mice to run. They were just so cute. How can we eat them? But you all like the Fancy Fang's rodent meals, don't you? I just open the can and let you all go to town. Donuts! And yes, after the podcast, I treat us all to a nice glazed chocolate cake donut. Mm. I pinch off little bites and feed them to you.
2: I like when you feed us... Donut with
1: chopsticks? It's so classy. I'm gonna totally learn how to use chopsticks one day. Well, it's good to have goals, Zappa. Even impossible ones. Thank you for your question, Spud Chucker 82. I think you might enjoy what our guest today has to say about food. Oh, or maybe not, since you're a human and our guest is a human eating cryptid. Hmm. I guess I should warn my human listeners that today's podcast contains descriptions of how delicious humans can taste with barbecue sauce. That might be a bit upsetting to you now that I think about it. Listen at your discretion. But don't skip this word from one of our wonderful sponsors. My musical tastes are as varied as my diet. That's why I listen to Siren's Songify music streaming service. I just can't pass up listening to their variety of entrancing tunes. Siren Songify draws you in with its collection of over a million songs. And they have every kind of music, from easy listening to very difficult listening, and everything in between. And they add new stations daily. I've been enjoying their latest station, Shrieking. It really gets my blood pumping in the morning. Siren Songify makes it easy for you to find the right noise for every moment, unless that moment is on a boat. It's not recommended that you listen to Siren Songify if you are on a boat. Siren Songify is not responsible for you running your boat into the rocks. But if you're safely on land, then listen to Siren Songify for free or subscribe for extra features. Please welcome our guest, the Ozark Howler. Welcome to The Gorgon Show. Thank you for being here.
0: Oh well, uh, will will thank you so much for for having me. It is an absolute delight. Um I'm, I I've uh, been a fan of yours for for quite a while and it is uh, a powerful flattering.
1: Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. Are are you a fan?
0: I uh, you, you know I uh, I I have been called a, a little bit of a fanatic before, but I I would say that I have uh, simply a uh, uh, a healthy interest in your in your show. It's it's fascinating, really.
1: I I am i so honored by that, and and well, I know this is a podcast, but I'm blushing, and oh goodness, all of my snakes are blushing too. I didn't even know they were capable of doing that. Anyway, thank you, oh so much. Oh goodness. Okay, I'm going to try to keep being professional, but I also want to giggle. He. <laughs> so, Ozark Howler. What do you want humans and other monsters to know about your kind?
0: Well, uh, I think the the big takeaway from this should be, always be uh, courteous of what you leave in your campsites. Uh, that is uh, the the kindest thing that you can do to your to your local cryptid. You know, you we always encourage you to to pick up after yourself, and you should uh most certainly make sure your fires are extinguished. But if you were to leave a uh, Few more packages of, of, say, some some nice uh, sausages, or or perhaps uh, maybe a, a half dozen oysters on a half shell. That would certainly not go amiss, and uh, would certainly uh, get you the the favor of some of the creatures in the night.
1: Oh well, well okay. We share a love of sausages. That's that's good to know. Um. So you mentioned campsites. So are are you a Oh, and of course, you're cryptid, which some humans see as being very different from monster, but we can get into that in a moment. But you mentioned campsites, so do you live in the woods? Like, where where are you
0: located? Well, uh, I, I tend to roam about in the, the Ozarks area. I know, quite surprising, the name is actually not a uh, misnomer at all. It is, in fact, uh, the, the truth of the matter. Um, I at the moment I'm living somewhere in the, the Northwest Arkansas region. I have found uh, I have found myself uh, strolling around the uh, the Newton County area but it is not where my my domicile currently presides. Uh, I, I would like to be a little more forthcoming with you but uh, I'm, I'm sure you understand a, a healthy degree of privacy.
1: Oh absolutely you please. Only share what you are comfortable with sharing on The Gorkin Show. But thank you so much for, for being so specific. For any international listeners, Arkansas is a state here in the United States. Look it up on a map. It's in the south. And the Ozark Mountains. Um, I'm familiar with some mountain ranges in the United States, like the Rockies. But the Ozarks, where, where are they exactly? How far do they stretch across these united states
0: oh well they they do stretch for for quite a ways they uh, they run the breadth of pretty much the uh the the eastern half of the nation, you know, they do start in uh, and reach their pinnacle in, uh, so to speak. <laughs> I do tickle myself. Uh, it is uh, it starts in uh, around the Arkansas area and does go pretty far north. Uh, we can even uh, reach pretty close to the the eastern seaboard with it now. I I know that. We maybe do not have the prestige, the, the name-brand recognition that you might find with, the, say, the Smokies or the Appalachians, but we do have a quiet and a sophisticated beauty, a natural peace around us, and, uh, well, just a delightful grub. And so, uh, yes, well, yeah, that is a, a little bit detracting from your question. Oh, uh, Yes, we are, we are in the, the center-ish of these, uh, these uh, states.
1: Oh, they, they sound absolutely delightful and beautiful. I, I hope I get to visit someday. I've been in that general area, but I've never really been to the Ozark Mountains. I, I must fix that. Oh, I think my snakes are excited to go as well. I bet there are many awesome snakes in the Ozark Mountains, too.
0: Oh, well, well, where well, There are, in fact. Uh, well, it it is a, a certain definition of of uh, an interesting snake that we we've got. Uh, cotton mounts and, and copperheads. Uh, personally, I like to call the copperhead the. Oops, I didn't see you down there. Uh, and it'll sometimes give me a powerful fright. Uh, but it is uh, those those little ones. They like to they do like to hide. But unfortunately, I am a little bit on the heavy side, so. It's bad for both of us.
1: Oh, I'm definitely going to have to visit this place now. I don't think my snakes will forgive me if I don't. Now, you mentioned you're, you're on the heavy side. Um, could you, for our listeners, just describe what you look like in general, if you feel comfortable in doing so?
0: Well, those uh those those rubes uh, might say that I I resemble a bear, one of the the ursa ursa, uh, if you if you will pardon my Latin. And uh, I, however, um, I I think I have a little bit more of the grace and the the poise and the dexterity of uh, one of our great mountain lions. I, I am slightly larger, and I do, I suppose, share a bear's broad shoulder and, um, particular uh, disposition around the teeth region, uh, but, uh, uh, an interesting thing, I do happen to sport these wonderful pair of, uh, curved horns, which seems to throw people for a loop. They think, oh, it's a bear, oh, it's so fast, it's not a bear at all, it's a mountain lion, oh, Oh, goodness heavens to Betsy, it's got horns. Let's
1: run! Yes, I've found that humans are, well, in addition to being sometimes freaked out by snakes on your head, they are often freaked out by horns. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay, well, thank you so much for describing yourself. Um, I have no idea, so so I must ask, I have no idea how you got the name the Ozark Howler. Do, do you actually... How?
0: Well, see that is that is, that is a, a a powerful coincidence that uh, that that you would give me such an inquisition. Uh, I do not uh, know know for certain why they have chosen to call me uh, the the Ozark Howler. I, I have a, an inkling or three. Uh, we, we see in the in the mornings. I like to start my day with a little bit of uh, laughter yoga. Uh, which I know has uh, gained a little bit of suspicion in uh, in some circles. However, I find it uh, greatly uh, sets my mind and mood for the day ahead. So I will walk out first thing and let the sun warm my, my luxurious fur and, and start to heat the horns. And I'll take a deep breath and I, I might permit myself to have a a little chuckle, and some could say that is that is why I'm I'm called the the Ozark Cowler. I do also, uh, as we we mentioned before, uh, with the campfires. I do love to 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 hang around and uh, be a bit of a, a wallflower, if you will, on some of these human gatherings by the by the rivers. And I sometimes humans are just so <laughs> they are just so oh so i i don't even know the word they just say the darndest things. something they're they're
1: so human they're very human exactly
0: that that really is it that just is the thing they are just human and and you know we we can't really think any less of them for for making that kind of mistake but i'll they'll they'll be doing something goofy and i'll I'll, uh i might uh make a little comment from the from the peanut gallery as it were and um that could be why they why they call me the the Ozark Outlaw. I am also uh, a little bit on the clumsy side. I would be uh, remiss not to mention, and I I do sometimes do me a little bit of a stumble down the mountain. Uh, not great usually after I've had a, a few too many cordials, but I was cordially invited. <laughs> uh, and and it is. Uh, <laughs> It is It is about the time of the tumble that I, I could understand or why they would call me the, the Ozark Howler. There's a few reasons.
1: Well, is are you okay with that name? I've talked with several monsters who, you know, have difficulties with being called monsters to start and and who really don't appreciate the name that humans have given them. But But do you embrace the name or is there something you'd rather go by?
0: Well, um... It's it's interesting that you should ask uh, such a question for it is uh, uh, my my sire did not uh, did not bequeath to me the name of uh, the the Ozark. However, it is it is really more of a more of a title, a distinguishment, you might say. Oh, it is. uh, Yeah, it is. It is actually quite, quite fascinating. Is that not the not been the case with with any of your your other guests? Have they not been duly elected cryptotic officials?
1: Um, you are actually my first cryptid guest. You're Ooh. Like, yeah, you're the first to be classified as a cryptid by by humans. Um, I hope that's okay.
0: Oh, that that is uh, that is, that is uh, a, a great treat to my ego. I, I do declare. No, I, I I tell you, I am actually. um one could consider me an elected official i'm elected by the general conscientiousness and uh, conscientiousness of those around me that hey uh that uh spooky thing in the woods i think that's the the ozark and enough people said yeah uh, i do uh, concur that is uh, in fact the the ozark owl I, I do I agree. Uh, so that is that is how uh, I became known um, as the as the Ozark Alec. Personally, um, I think of myself as Gregory. Uh, that that's fine with me. I, I you know I I know who I am and I know uh, what I am. So I don't really uh, feel the need to question uh, uh, the other interpretations of of what I am.
1: Well, that's fascinating, and also very nice to meet you, Gregory. I'm Penny.
0: Uh, the pleasure is all mine penny
1: so is there just one cryptid that is designated the ozark howler at a time then or are there multiple ozark howlers
0: oh well well i am actually from a quite a quite a diverse family uh we we uh tend to uh, be a little uh a little loud in the personality area so we we tend not to uh stay grouped up that closely but we do see each other on you know on holidays we'll send a postcard on easter on christmas on uh leaf erickson day one of the one of the kids had been telling me about that uh lately i'm not fully sure of the the repercussions or the implications of of such a holiday but uh Oh, I, d- I do digress. Uh, we we do talk to each other uh, uh, on occasion, um, but they, they do not necessarily all uh, resemble my continents. Uh, they uh, some of them are, are a little bit more uh, a little bit more uh, ichthyological. Uh, one could say a uh, little little uh, little flounder resemblance in there. Some could say uh, of uh, old uh, old Bernice, and uh, well, there is a uh, there there is uh, also you, you you may be aware of uh, of one of my cousins uh, as well. They are a little bit a uh, little bit north of the Mason Dixon. They're they're a little bit of a New Englander, so we like to give them uh, a good razz at family gatherings. Uh, I well I know them as uh as as Robert uh, however you might know them as the uh, the jersey devil oh uh, they they've actually uh yeah it is uh, it is quite fast they they've done incredibly well for themselves we are all um incredibly Uh, proud of how they have uh, moved on and advanced themselves in the world and gotten their fancy uh, corporate ties with sports teams and and the the like, it is is certainly noted and appreciated. And uh, in case you ever have them on your show, um, uh, you would be, uh, be well regarded to ask them why they only brought potato salad to the last gathering.
1: Oh, it didn't have raisins in it, did it?
0: Oh, it did not have raisins at oh, all.
1: good, good, because I, I know I'm a Gorgon, but even I know that's just wrong. So the Jersey Devil named Robert, oh my goodness, i I've been wanting to have the Jersey Devil as a guest. So since you are a fan, perhaps you could put in a good word for me with, um, Robert.
0: Oh, uh, uh, of course. Uh, that is uh, assuming he'll he'll pick up the phone this time.
1: <laughs> oh, you have you have those family members too who just never ever respond to your texts. <laughs> we all are burdened with those people.
0: Mm, such we are, but that's okay. There's so much joy to be had in uh, in a daily life. Then why why? Uh... I reach across the, the world to find, uh, to find some extra. There's, there's so much uh, light and laughter to be found Why uh, just in the backyard.
1: Exactly. That's wonderful. As long as our fellow monsters bring more than just potato salad to the potluck. <laughs> so, uh, Gregory, in, in addition to starting your day with laughing yoga, what, what is a day in the life of the Ozark Howler like your average day?
0: More well, my average day. Well, you, you did mention my, uh, my little, my little stretching that I do in the morning. I, I found that that yoga is the one that, uh, uh, sits with me the most. Uh, there, there was a, a uh, unfortunate period where I, I told myself that I would be okay, and I well it just turns out, I don't have that much willpower because I thought that goat yoga would be uh, just a fantastic idea, and and it was. Uh, but then I was a little too bloated to uh, to want to stretch. I I tell you, I was just as full as a tick on a lap. Oh, well,
1: I I don't think the humans who do goat yoga. Eat the goats, but you know you be you. You're not human.
0: He <laughs> ain't that the truth. Well, that, they they can they can do whatever they like. However, they want to squander their opportunities, their own business. Well, I, but, but I, I, on, uh, back to your question, I um I will do my little morning wake ups and warm ups. Have a have a cup of coffee. Uh, maybe uh, catch up on uh, on some some of the the good. Uh, programs and those those network comedies that i have uh that i've maybe missed out on over the uh the, the recent events i uh i tell you i i am a fan of that uh you know that uh that show with them folks uh, across the pond with the the panel and the the questions and you you know the one with that, that real smart person uh, asking the questions and the, Wah! when they when they get it wrong it's uh, oh it tickles me every time uh and uh i i mean after after i've uh had myself a little enjoyment i'll, I'll have a stroll introduce myself to the uh to the locals watching me have myself a little chuckle while they ah! And run away as those I count. Well, yes, it is, and uh, how they do to you as well. Uh, and uh, say around um, around dusk or so, uh, I will uh, I will come back and uh, cook myself uh, a healthy and, and hearty dinner. And uh, before I, I I do retire for the night, I'll go out and have another stroll. Maybe. Uh, uh, leave some fun, uh, some uh, a couple of hair strands on a uh, an unsuspecting car, just to make them question what what exactly reality was in the morning. Uh, maybe uh, if I find. Uh, Someone, uh, someone has has come into the, the area that I'm that I'm in, and they have uh, some kind of a political statement on their bumper sticker. Uh, say that that is that, that might be something that could uh, cause me to play a little a little playful little prank. Uh, ooh, I I do love a little prank, a little uh, three tire slash can't cut the fourth one because the insurance will catch you if you do that. that is, uh, that's what my cousin told me at least. Oh, but uh, you know. I'm sure those cops will find some way to get out of town. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I guess, uh, I suppose, probably, I, I, well, I, I will, I will be completely candid with you. Please. Some nights, I, I do allow myself a little, little chocolate chip cookie around the, the 3 a.m. hour. It's just my little treat to me, and ooh, I do deserve it. I have been so good lately.
1: Oh, that, that sounds delightfully naughty.
0: <laughs> it's decadent, if nothing else.
1: Oh, yes, Cookies taste better at three in the morning, as do donuts.
2: Donuts,
1: Duncan, Duncan. That's after, after the interview, after the podcast. We will have donuts. I promise. And who knows? Maybe we can have them at three in the morning, our time. Hee. <laughs> so, so you mentioned playing pranks on humans, and you've talked about humans camping. So, and and you walk around human towns how much interaction do you have with humans normally
0: oh well i i tend to avoid the uh the face-to-face uh I- interactions as it were uh as much of a conversationalist as i am some people will take a little gander at my chompers and say oh no uh and just uh assume that i will will eat them the the thing about assuming though it is uh you you will make an ass out of you and me but uh to be entirely frank i have eaten a few not enough for the reputation that i have i'm first to say uh however i I, they, they, I would i would be exaggerating if i said there was no issue of of concern well you know i uh i do get a little little peckish sometimes or, or i guess a little bitish as it were <laughs> oh but um you know I, I i do in all seriousness though i i do try to uh, avoid some of the, the more heavy-handed interactions I, I I have seen so many people on the internet and it just always seems like the they, they tend to get you when you're when you're looking your worst when you've got you know uh, uh, briars in your in your hair and and uh, you know fish hanging out of your mouth and uh, just just looking unkempt as the day you're born in your birthday suit no less so I just I try to avoid that kind of stuff uh, but i I do, love speculating on on people's rumors and their uh uh, uh, uh percolations on uh, on what I might be. But yes, I suppose the the, the short answer to the to the question that, that you've been asking is uh well, I a moderate amount, I would say. I I I, I do try to avoid them if I can, but you know sometimes I, I am a little bit chatty.
1: It's it's all very very understandable. Oh, I just thought of something funny. Um, if you prefer your humans to be crunchy, perhaps you should befriend a gorgon. Hee hee hee. Sorry, human friends, I am not advocating eating you or turning you to stone. Hee. <laughs>
0: well that 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 is uh, quite a coincidence i tell you the uh, the last few that i uh I had myself a little snacking on uh did seem to be a little bit of the crunchy variety in another way i sat and i looked at my hand kind of breathing back and forth and i just giggled for uh, oh for an hour or so uh, that is probably why they they called me the arkansas the the, the ozark howler that day uh you know uh, so they they were a little bit stony too one one could say
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know it's it's a little known fact that if you are already stoned that gorgons have more trouble turning you to stone so so humans go ahead and toke up it's one of the ways you can protect yourselves from us even those of us who don't want to harm you of course there are many monsters who do want to harm you, but only if you're being an asshole. So, if you could be a human for a day, preferably one that wasn't about to be eaten, hee <laughs> would you take that opportunity? Would would you be human? And and what would you do on that day?
0: Oh, well, I uh, I, I think that my answer to that question would be highly detrimental uh, on the day. Uh, you see, I, uh, I would uh now if you would ask me like on a on a a pleasant uh uh Sunday or, or something like that have you in uh in say July I would say well no thank you it is entirely too warm I am too shaggy and uh, i I just do not need to to have the experience of wearing those uh those clothes that they go so uh, that they do go so on and on about i I do apologize for that noise there is a a, a poor little raccoon that I've taken in who is uh who was, who was hurt by some mean folks who tasted Wonderful with some barbecue sauce, I I, I will add. Um, and I, I've just been trying to nurse him back to health, and uh, mm. and well, it turns out he's a, a little uh, a unholy terror. And they say that I'm the the monster. Well, I I tell you, he does play a uh, place hell on my drapes if nothing else. Oh, I'm oh. sorry, but but where was I? Uh, I, I was uh, uh, yes, I on that uh, that warm day. No, I, I'm fine. I, I would pass on that. In fact, I would say that I would pass on almost any day of the year. However, uh, there is one time that I, oh, I, I would uh, very much like to experience a, a tailgating party for for one of them uh, them Razorback uh, football games. I, I do loves me a football game, uh, especially in a, a pleasant little day. I, I, I would. One could say I would enjoy the opportunity to, to be surrounded with my, my fellow uh, sports enthusiasts and uh, partake in their, their arousing cry of a Woo, Pig Sue! Woo! And now I, I, I think that would be a, a, a wonderfully pleasant afternoon. Uh, I know it sounds a little odd, but there's just such a such a, uh, a camaraderie ra- ship there that uh, that I, I feel like it would uh, it would be a, a very beneficial and perhaps some could even say an enlightening experience.
1: I think you'd be a lot of fun at a tailgate party. I went to one once with um some human friends from Kentucky for, for the University of Kentucky Wildcats, and they were so loud. It was really a lot of fun, and I think you would have fit right in. Go cats.
0: Hmm. I see where your allegiances lie. Hmm.
1: Oh, oh, it's okay, all good. Well,
0: that, that's fine. We we all have our flaws. It's perfectly fine. <laughs>
1: We'll talk later. I may or may not have my sunglasses on. Oh well, at least, at least we can all agree that Duke sucks.
0: Indeed, bless their heart.
1: Now, now you mentioned um, barbecue, and I'm curious. I, I'm a fan of like a North Carolina barbecue sauce myself, despite the fact that Duke is in North Carolina. hee. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering, what is the best kind of barbecue sauce? To put on a human, if you are the kind of monster or cryptid that, you know, likes to partake
0: of human. Oh, well, well I, I most certainly do partake. It's my, you know, I, I do try to watch my diet, but sometimes, ooh, I'm just so naughty, I can't help myself. Uh, well, I, I, personally, I must say, despite uh, being so close to the, uh, the general... Uh, Texas region I do find myself a little bit more uh, in line with the Memphis style uh, barbecues I'm, mm. I'm a big fan of a good savory a uh, little sweet sauce a little bit of brown sugar base in there and it is uh it is such a shame that humans have so few because those ribs are mm, 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 good eating I tell you right there a little stringy on some of them but uh I do uh, I do enjoy a little a little nibble on the okay. old uh, rib cage
1: Okay, so that's a tip to my human listeners. Maybe avoid, you know, covering yourselves in barbecue sauce if you're ever in the northern Arkansas area, just to be safe, okay?
0: Or don't. That's also a perfectly reasonable option.
1: Oh, <laughs> So, okay, What what is something that scares you? What is your worst fear?
0: oh well uh I, I, you you this is the point in the interview where you ask the tough questions i see well uh i'm i'm actually uh uh to, to be a little bit vulnerable i'm i'm powerfully afraid of lyme disease you see i do spend most of my time outdoors Ooh. and uh well those, those little uh little little uh little little chompers and their, their little uh little blood sucky bits well they they do it something powerful, I tell you, and I, I just uh, it's hard to imagine one being worse than just that 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 fierce submission. But uh, I, I it, it might be said that I think Lyme disease would, would probably uh probably upset my continence just uh, just a little bit a uh, 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 might uh, touch of the the, the the dysenteries, you might say.
1: Oh yeah it's it's awful for both humans and monsters. I once had a vampire friend who told me that vampires are afraid of ticks because ticks are just fuckers.
0: Oh well that you know what that checks out I've uh that, according to uh, what my my cousin uh, down uh, down closer to the uh, to, to the uh, the Utah side of things told me that is in fact what they what they are.
1: Yeah, they're, oh, they're they're just nasty. In fact, what is even the point of ticks? No offense to ticks, but really, what is up with you? So, okay, Lyme disease scares you. Um, well, what advice would you give to your fellow monsters and and to humans, just about navigating a world full of darkness and and Lyme disease and and barbecue sauce? What advice would you give?
0: Well, uh, uh, to my my uh, my monstrous brethren, uh, I would uh, I would encourage you to look beyond the the label that you have been given, embrace who who you are, uh, you know. And if you uh, if you can't change the the name that society's given you, well, why don't you just uh, change the uh, the role that they've associated you with? That is uh, that that has been uh, been my. My approach to it, I've I've certainly been uh trying as, as hard as I can to leave my my uh little wrapped wire sculptures around town. However, folks still haven't uh, haven't picked up on that as a, some of my handiwork yet. But I'm sure they'll get there. This is a, some solid advice I'm giving. I'm I'm powerfully sure. Um, as for the the other of the cryptozoological uh, varieties such as myself, I, I, I think I would say to uh to just. You know, maybe find a a laughter in in what you can, a little little bit of joy here, Uh, that sweet sensation when you take a a long drink out of a hot glass of sweet tea with just a few ice cubes in it, that hot and that cold, mmm! There is uh, there's a there's a little bit of sunshine that's pretty hard to take away, even if it only uh, if it only lasts for a moment. And, and to those uh, those those human folk who are, who are out there listening to this podcast, hi, human. By the way, it is uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I, um, I I would recommend uh, you should carry something tasty in your pockets. Now, that's not a threat. That is in no that is in no way, shape, or form a, a threat. It is simply a piece of advice from one interested diner to. Uh, another interested dinner if I do say so. Oh, but no, for that. In all seriousness, you should you should carry some some pretzels, maybe, uh, maybe a, a six pack of buffalo wings, even uh, even a few diet cokes uh, on you. If you eat, you know if you just are being chased through the woods, maybe you drop that, and maybe whatever's chasing you finds a, a little bit more of a of a of a, a wonderful little snack. Oh, but that is that is I, I do jest, but but only a little. I, I will eat you. That's
1: very good advice to our human listeners. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but, you know, you can be tasty to some of us. So, would it be okay if you perhaps came across one of my listeners and they said, Hey, please don't eat me. I listen to The Gorgon Show. Would you perhaps let them go, especially if they had pretzels?
0: Well... I uh, I I think it would be uh uh, uh greatly determinential based on uh, on what they would uh what what they would have to say about your show. If I'm being entirely honest with you, Penny. Now, if they said, "Well, I listened to the show and I was mad. I only left a four star review." Well, mm! they got dinner with a side of uh, with a biscuit on the side. I can just go ahead and tell you that right now. Now, if they leave a five star review, though, they are good in my books, and you can quote me on that.
1: Okay, that's, that's, I'm okay with that, and I'm kind of surprised at how okay I am with that. But then again, I am a monster. So, okay, listeners, be careful out there in the Ozarks, but especially if you're listening but don't like the show. Maybe, maybe you should cover yourselves in some uh barbecue sauce. Hee hee he he. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, this is a really good time to introduce... My roommate Sybil, because I think some of my human listeners might want to know what's in their futures, despite the fact that Sybil just makes all this up and it's all complete and utter bullshit. But now it's time for a horoscope with my roommate Sybil. Hi,
2: Sybil. Hi, Penny. So, Sybil, this is the Ozark Howler. Hi. I have a question for you, uh, Ozark Howler. Mister Howler, is that what you would prefer to go by? Oh, uh,
0: you, you know, I I I, I mix uh, mix Howler. Mix is, Howler. Is oh, okay, fine. perfect. That is, yeah, of course. I look, um, folks. Uh, uh, I, I'm not too concerned with. Uh, I'm not really seeing any folks who who my my agenda really impacts too much, if you will, if you will catch my drift. So it is it is fine. Mix is is wonderful. Mix is
2: perfect. So I have a question for you, Mix Howler. What sign are you?
0: Ah, ooh. <laughs> well, some have told me it is not just my devilish grin, but I, I am a Capricorn.
2: Ah, perfect. Okay, then I am going to start with Capricorn in honor of our lovely guest. Mm, here we go. As our regular listeners know, in order to open my third eye to the vision sent to me by the gods, I need to ingest some sort of mind-altering substance. And for today, I have chosen to vape uh, four-leaf clovers. So I've basically been vaping pure luck. So I had 54-leaf clovers, and I had to do some chemical processing to make them vapable, but it seems to be kicking in right now so the visions are gonna come any second okay
1: that's what that smell was okay i was wondering what you were cooking oh goodness
0: well i I, i'm i'm so sorry i'm 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 a little confused about this segment i've heard you do some some other some other ingredients before but how did you find a 54 leaf clover
2: oh no it's 50 separate clovers of four leaves each (gasps)
0: Oh, oh, I, oh, do do excuse me. I pardon my interruption. I'm so sorry about that. I'll just be over here being quiet. Oh,
2: no problem. I wasn't totally clear. She's friends with a banshee and that helps. The banshee got her the hookup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to name names, but yes, I have. I have a pretty good hookup. So Capricorn, Capricorn... I'm getting your vision now. Oh, and uh, just to clarify, because we have so many listeners and they're all so lovely and deserve to know about their future, I basically had to group them because I can't give a separate vision for each one of them or we would be here forever. So I grouped them by sign. Uh, It isn't really about the stars in my case. I just categorize people based on when they're born. So I am taking the visions of all of Capricorn's futures, of all of the Capricorn listeners of this show, and they're kind of combined. It's a little bit jumbled sometimes as a result, but there should be some nugget of metaphor and truth in there that people that are listening to this can use to make decisions about their future. Or not. So Capricorn... Capricorn, I am seeing a vision of a pink tiger. And the tiger is swimming through a lovely lake under a rainbow. So I don't know if you are the tiger in this, Capricorn, or if you need to be on the lookout for tigers that might attack you or befriend you. Could be good or bad. But I don't know. The rainbow is lovely. uh, And I would guess something about this about your future is going to be pretty queer. That's the one thing I feel fairly confident about. Okay. Are there any tigers in the Ozarks?
0: Oh well, well, there's uh, there's certainly a, a cougar or two.
2: <laughs> and for some Capricorns, and possibly for you, Mixhaller, I bet that's exactly what this means.
0: Oh, that would uh, <laughs> that would be great.
2: Okay, let's move on to Aquarius. Aquarius, I see a furnace. In kind of a dank looking basement, but it's surrounded by crystals. So I'm really not sure what this means, except that crystals tend to be pretty magical, at least in theory for some people. And the dank basement isn't the loveliest place to be, so maybe you're going to find some magic in an otherwise somewhat hopeless place. That's actually quite nice. Or maybe you just need to check, you know,
1: your furnace.
2: Before it blows up. Oh yeah, I I think that would probably be a good general rule for all of you Aquarius out there. Just in case that is what it means for you. Pisces is next. Pisces, I am seeing a parent and a child going walking in a park. And it looks like they arrived at this park in a monster truck because it seems to be parked behind them. Again, I don't know if the people in this are you, Pisces, or if these are people that you are going to encounter, or if some Pisces are going to drive monster truck to a park and go for a walk, or some of you, it's going to be metaphorical, or you're going to meet someone like this, but that is what I am seeing. The first time a human
1: friend told me about monster trucks, I wound up being very disappointed because
2: I thought they were trucks. Well, just for monsters. I was wrong. What's next, Sybil? Next up is Aries. Aries, I see a figure that is looking at something. I think it's like a potion in a vial, but this figure looks kinda like a ghost. It's it's very hazy, I can kind of see through it, and the edges are fuzzy, like they're made of smoke or something. So a smoke person or a ghost or something like that, looking at a potion in a vial. Actually, I'm kind of getting, from the the vial and the room that they're in, I'm kind of getting Dr. Jekyll vibes from this. I don't know. Maybe, Aries, this is telling you that you shouldn't experiment on yourself, or that you should. Maybe it'll go better for you. Huh. Next up is Taurus. Taurus, it looks like you are going to be walking down a path through a blue forest. It looks like it is a lovely fall evening. The leaves are red. This is kind of odd since it's not fall right now, but maybe this is a little farther in the future for you, Taurus. Oh, maybe for some Taurus, this is a sign that something's going to be on fire. I know Penny doesn't like it when I have the fire visions, but. Sometimes that is what I see in the future. Oh, the fire visions. So... Oh, they're better than the giant-headed babies. Well, sometimes. It looks like, Taurus, you're going to go walking in nature, and it's either going to be a beautiful fall day, or you're going to catch on fire. Hmm, great. Those are two great choices.
1: What's next, Sybil?
2: Gemini. Gemini, I see a conductor of an orchestra in a giant bowl of spaghetti. All right, Cancer. Okay, this. just... There's... No, Oh, goodness gracious. Nope. Nope. No comment. Okay, Cancer. Yes. Cancer is next. Uh, Cancer, I see a very large bumblebee made out of gold doing paperwork. These are getting progressively more bonkers. Okay, what's next? All right. It's Leo. Leo, I am seeing... Oh, this one's a little dark. I suspect... This is not going to be great news for you, Leo. Although maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe for some Leo, at least, uh, this is going to be your dinner. I am seeing a pile of bones. They have been picked completely clean. Um, so that is something that is going to be related to your future in some way, Leo. But maybe you're going to go out for barbecue. Ooh, yeah.
1: Barbecue sauce. Mm.
2: Next up is Virgo. Virgo, I am seeing... I think this is this person is roller skating, or possibly they're engaged in some kind of athletic activity that has them moving very fast. So they're a little bit blurry in my vision. They're kind of glowing. It's very cool looking. So this is this is a very empowering seeming vision, Virgo. I feel like this is going to be something about your inner strength or your outer strength, but it feels positive to me.
1: That's nice. And at least they're not standing in spaghetti.
2: What's next? Libra's next. Libra, I see a lovely valley that is full of fog, but there's a really cool looking city in there. I don't think this is a real city. I think this is a metaphor city because I don't recognize the skyline and it just doesn't look quite real the way that I'm getting it in my vision. But it is. it has a lot of blue rooftops, including a big dome in the distance, and it's kind of pretty. So I don't know, Libra, maybe you're being told by the gods that you should be looking to move to someplace a little more urban. And preferably real.
1: It's really best to live in real places, I've found.
2: Reality has a lot of good stuff to offer.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
2: delivery. Reality has
1: delivery. That's kind of nice. What's next?
2: Next up is Scorpio scorpio i see a close-up of a face i'm not seeing a lot of really identifiable features except that this face has at least three mouths that i can see i don't see any teeth just like lips and tongues it's a little unsettling honestly i'm gonna move on to a different sign so sagittarius that that was
1: nightmare fuel no
0: that is, I, I can't understand the benefit of having something around that's all chaw and no teeth. That just seems unpleasant. It
2: does seem pretty limiting for the person without the teeth. Hopefully they like bubble gum and nothing else. Okay, next. Sagittarius. Sagittarius, you are, well, I, again, I don't know if it's you, Sagittarius, but someone is on a bridge wearing a hooded cloak. They are crossing a bridge toward it looks like a really elaborate treehouse i don't actually see a tree but it looks like it has a structure that reminds me of a treehouse but it's kind of just stacked there on the other end of the bridge does it have chicken legs not that i can see but they could be out of sight because the bridge has you know my vision's got a specific angle to it so i can't see Mm. what's behind other parts of my vision
1: okay well just just in case be careful of baba yagas okay. yeah i mean that's Next. just a
2: general good rule of life right yeah 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 all right well that's that's that is everyone
1: we got through all of the signs Oh, already. thank the gods okay well thank you so much sybil for for sharing no problem you're your bullshit
2: horse. happy books. to share my gift um yeah
1: you're you you allow me to record in your closet, and this is the price that we all have to pay for that. And pay and of half course, the thank rent. Thank you so much. Y- yeah, yeah. Okay, keep on, keep on going with the podcast. Get that advertising dollars. Get your own apartment. Yes, yes. Someday. <laughs> thank you, Sybil. Um, and of course, thank you, listeners, and thank you to our wonderful guest, Gregory. The Ozark Howler. Thank you so much, Gregory.
0: Oh, thank, they thank you. It has been, uh, it has been entirely, uh, entirely my pleasure. It was, it was wonderful to get to see this whole experience, seeing Sybil do the behind-the-scenes magic, which oh, just tickled me pink. Oh, I was, uh, I was just, oh, this is, this has been a completely surreal experience. I, I just cannot uh, uh, give enough of thankfulness to, to both of you for, for giving me this, uh, this, uh. uh this this uh, absolutely uh, mind-bottling uh, experience, It's just it's been wonderful. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much again. Oh, you're so
1: welcome, Gregory. You're most welcome. So welcome. Thank you. The Gorgon Show with me, Penny Cephalonia, is a proud member of the Faustian Nonsense Network. You can find us on Twitter at at GorgonShow or email us with questions and comments at Gorgon Show at FaustianNonsense.com. All music in The Gorgon Show is by T.J. the Empathic Vampire. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Gorgon Show.
2: We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com faustiannonsense and hear me thanking you after our original episodes. Thank you to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Jules T, Parker, Alec LB, Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E, David O, Joseph Z, Mark S, JAC, Greg C, K S, and our newest patrons at this tier, Yoshiko A, and Shadow Reaper. And especially thank you to our patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier, Emily C, Eben R.T., Guy Z, Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much. Without you, this would not be possible.